Home is your creative canvas, an expression of your unique style. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring your vision to life. It's the place to shop for everything home, from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. They'll even help you set it up. Look, I have an eclectic style, but when I go on Wayfair, they've got such a huge selection of items for the home that there are things that fit me and I know others that will fit everybody else. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. Food trends come and go, but there's one that never seems to go out of style. The classic chocolate chip cookie. Oh, my favorite. And famous Amos chocolate chip cookies are as classic as it gets, truly. They're made from the original recipe you know and love. I'm talking semi-sweet chocolate chips, a satisfying crunch. All together in a cookie you can't help but eat in one bite. It's everything classic in a cookie. Find famous Amos cookies anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Hey everybody, it's Andy here with my co-host and ex-lover, John Hill. This is Andy Cohen's Deep and Shallow. Hey, John. Hey. It's been so fun being in the same studio with you all week. I have to say, typically... Um, you may not know it because our sound quality is so sophisticated. Tiny John is boy. usually in the Los Angeles studio, and I'm in New York. But this week, you've been in New York. Uh, super fun just being in the same room. I think the vibe is good. Later, we're going to be joined by Chelsea Handler for a really uncensored, freewheeling interview that uh, both of us I'm so really enjoyed. Can we talk about Pump? Yes, we can. Um, the two things last night, Tom Sandoval made a comment that the last time he and Ariana had sex, she was wearing a t-shirt and that it was not hot. That is the remark that I was referring to when I said it was something that I thought would upset women to their core, because I think that there are a lot of people with body i mean by the way sometimes i wear a t-shirt during sex i mean like i think it's hot yeah like so there i think there are a lot of people with body issues or a lot of people with you know right um just and, and by the way ariana herself in past seasons of Vanderpump Rules has talked about not feeling good about her right, body right. so to weaponize right that right is it was so cringy. It also speaks to him at any turn trying to say that his reprehensible behavior somehow had to do with uh, her behavior, Ariana's. Right. You know what I mean? He right. made horrible choices, and they then that's his responsibility. Right. You know, don't cast aspersions on anything. Uh, if you wanted to go out and cheat, that, that's the decision you made. Right. It has nothing to do with anything Ariana did. Right. Anyway. Um, Disgusting. That was that. And yes, at the end of the show, Raquel claimed clean and said, I am done lying. We were having sex the whole time. That's. Oh. Yeah. Did anybody have any doubts about that? Well, she said that. Well, I mean, listen, it goes against Everything they were both saying for the That's entire all reunion. And, and, you know, Ariana saying, did he coach you? Blah, blah, blah. Like they were really trying. He was really trying to make it seem like the narrative he wanted. I'm glad she was honest about that. Right. Right. 
Um, oh my God, so much sex, God. I think also, <sighs> good for honesty. You know what? Good for her. Yeah. I think she really, I was talking about this the other day. I think, and, and I, her, it was so striking when she said, uh, in part two of the reunion, when Sheena is crying her eyes out, mm-hmm. and Raquel was like, "Oh, maybe I should have sent her a, a note. note." That was so. You know what I thought about that? I thought that Raquel thought she was in some simulation of being on the show, right. Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, and she was on the show, and suddenly everyone was paying attention to her, and she was. And I think that in her mind, it was all like, I know this is crazy. Not I'm quite on Vanderpump real. Rules. I think yeah. in her mind, it wasn't real. Right. And these people, everything is real. They live their lives on the show, off the show, whether the cameras are there or not. So I think for Sheena, everything that's happening is her real life. Right. And for Raquel, that her saying I should have sent a card. It was such a weird uh, comment. It was, but it must be do it must do something to the psyche of these people to have a reality and then have also a reality of your life that is shown to other human beings who are also experiencing reality and they're all processing it. It must be hard for anybody, let alone Raquel. Right. <laughs> Um, I will say regarding the Jersey reunion, Which you I saw watched. it. Yes, it was upsetting, right? Well, yeah, the first one was upsetting. This one was upsetting. It looks like it's going to get even oh, more no. upsetting. I mean, well, part three. Yeah, that's I know funny. everybody's talking about part three of Vanderpump, but part three of Jersey, yes. is stunning. By the time the and shocking. Yeah, this one with ended the husband's and I was nervous. Out. I'm nervous now. The guys showed up. Yeah, it's. Really wild. Bo Deedle tracked me down while last week, uh, the private eye, right. but have, while we were off, at, and he was like, look, Louie never hired me. He never hired me. But, you know, that doesn't mean that Louie didn't... And I go, well, then how would Louie come up with it on camera several times and say that right. you got him info on people. And he's like, I right. don't know. He was just talking. They say, no, they didn't do this. And then later I was hearing Teresa saying, you know, she she even mentioned, oh, well, we know that because of private investigators right, and right. stuff. It's yeah, like it's... the world of having, a, I wouldn't even know how to find a PI and and why you would want one. Right. Um, right. Wow. But I'm fascinated with Bo Deedle. Do you know what, have you met? Bodie no. Okay. No, I have not met Bodie. Has he shown? I have. Listen, I, I'm a reunion queen. I will watch any reunion. I don't watch all the episodes. But uh, has he appeared on the show? No. Okay, just by name. What did you think of Louis standing there shirtless for a good chunk? Louis wasn't is, that wild. I'm scared to even say anything on the show about Louis. I don't want to get like sued or in trouble. Right. Uh, By the way, did you watch that last night with your boyfriend? Yes. You did. So yeah. he's a Housewives fan. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Okay, that makes me happy. Yeah. Oh, have you seen any of the other two on HBO yet? No, the new it's another show I'm is, jealous yeah. of. That's hard to watch. Oh, you're jealous of that, yeah. so you can't watch Although, it. You know what Why happened? Why are you jealous night? that you're not on it? Or, yeah. You're, right, yes. Um, yeah, I understand. I that. got at like midnight the other night. Molly Shannon liked one of my posts in the middle of my grid. 
Oh, really? So she doesn't follow me, but she was like oh, looking through. Interesting. Isn't it funny when you see that? The, let me say this. It wasn't a recent pick either. Over Memorial Day weekend <laughs> in the, and I was like doing nothing. I, I don't know where I was. I was probably on my bed, exhausted from the chillins. Uh, but I somehow, I had tagged Kylie Minogue in a post from uh, however many months ago it was that I was in Australia and I saw Kylie perform. I had posted this video of Kylie and I had tagged her in it. She sent me like a kissy emoji like three months right. later based on, and I was like, wow, Kylie's just She's getting around in. to her DMs. I couldn't believe it. Guess who I got a DM from? I was just about to ask. Yeah, I got a DM after the Jersey reunion. My very first DM from Rihanna. That is huge. Yeah, uh, about the Jersey reunion. You can retire. And I was like, wow, I got a DM from bad girl Riri. This is mm. so excited. And we went back and forth. And I'm not going to reveal anything, but it was it was about the Jersey Housewives. I I felt very. By the way, I really felt in the club because every Bravo celebrity has gotten mm -hmm. a DM from Rihanna, and now I can consider myself in the club. Very exciting. And I kind of spit off a reply to her super quickly, and then I was like, "Should I be taking more time with this?" Yeah, one? you should workshop. No, that. I was like, "Yeah," I was like, "Should I really be thinking about what I want to say here?" This is shoot your shot, whatever. And then I was like, you know what? Just maybe this is the beginning of a big dialogue. Mm -hmm. You know, I hope so. Who knows? Maybe she'll host the Winter House reunion. That would be great. I mean, every so often I do a Q&A before Watch What Happens Live. A lot of times people ask, who would you have? What celebrity would you have host a reunion? First of all, the bar is so high. We started... Yes. With Nicki Minaj. So you're not going to go below Nicki Minaj. And basically no. everyone is below Nicki Minaj. So the two people that I always say would be at that level mm -hmm. would be Rihanna mm -hmm. or Jennifer Lawrence. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, Jennifer Lawrence is arguably kind of like the right. biggest movie star. What would period. she host? Whatever she wanted. I would, you know, like an hour, just yeah. go for it. All right, we're going to be right back with Chelsea Handler on Andy Cohen's Deep and Shallow. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. With blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar. Discover legendary tastes with America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. Oh my gosh, she is. 
standing. Wow, clean shaven I'm gay men. Give me wow. one. Wow, look out! Look at Chelsea. Hi, look at 2023 Chelsea Handler. Formerly mean. Oh no! I mean, oh, no. no, you're like so nice. I know. It's I'm so cool. happy. I'm so filled with joy. You it's are infectious, isn't you, it? You actually. Yeah. Doesn't everyone feel joyful? Yes. So funny. Should I put my head yeah, mechanism why not? on? Are you coming from Howard? Uh, no, I okay. just came from another something okay. else. Elvis right. Duran. That's oh, okay. where I came from. Yes. Yeah. No, yes. I haven't done Howard in a while. Okay. I have to get a lot of more, uh, a lot more sex under my belt before yeah, right, I do Howard right. again because that's all everyone wants to hear about is yes. my penetration. You I know, know what I mean? True. How are your is my penetration? How is your number? <laughs> are you getting Are you happening. getting laid these days? I am not. Okay. Not currently, but I'm really? looking to. But are you? I'm working on some things in different parts of the world. Well, because we've talked about this. Because when you're on tour and you're on tour now on the Little Big Bitch Tour. Mm. For tickets and tour dates, you can go to ChelseaHandler.com. And by the way, she just announced stops in Boston, Chicago, LA, Portland. Added two shows. We have two shows at the Beacon. Great. Uh, September 28th and 29th. And then also, I'm doing my very first show in East Hampton called The Clubhouse, which is this like intimate room. You're kidding. Yeah. I've never even heard I'm of doing it. that. When is that? I know. I, I guess nobody's heard oh, of it. I want to go to that. August 26th at, oh, that, at the Clubhouse in oh, East I'll be Hampton. Out there. Yeah. Okay. I want to come see okay, that. Okay. Come. Um, but we've talked about that when you're on tour you are on dating apps and that you've you know that you've it's been an opportunity to maybe shore up some dick in various cities yeah okay well I'm glad you said it but I like I'm going to London for three weeks so I'm on Raya which helps you which is a better it yields better results for those of you who know what Raya is which is pretty much everybody at this point Um, I went on and I I said to my friend the other day I was like God I go I don't meet a lot of guys I haven't had a lot of action lately on Raya and she's like oh you know let me see it and so I opened it up she goes your alerts aren't on and I had like 15 messages from guys I'm like oh my god I missed all this dick you know what I mean because I didn't have my alerts on on. but I don't like alerts it's so annoying when it comes up it drains your battery you were gonna say I don't like dick anyway I'm I'm shoring up some things for my travels because that's what I like to use dating apps for I like to be have something set up for when I'm in London or I'm in Paris or I'm in Mallorca I like to set it up that way. I think I know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask it and I'm going to let John and I answer first and then hear your reveal, which is, does Chelsea mind an uncircumcised penis? I'm going to say she does not mind. She John doesn't mind? No, I don't oh. mind that. She doesn't there mind. are much bigger yeah. problems at bay. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like men's feet and jewelry. <laughs> right. I know you're wearing a necklace, but you're gay, so you can get away with that. Um, she <laughs> is, okay, that's good because you're heading to Europe, so you will be confronted with yeah, a lot with of Yeah, with a lot of uncircumcised hooded, penises, yes, hopefully. Exactly. I mean, and hopefully that's how my summer will pan out. Is there a guiding principle? Is there a backbone of this show? Is there one thing that you're... Uh, is this Does this show have a theme? Yes, it has a theme. It's a childhood theme. It's called Little Big Bitch because I was always a bitch. Okay, Even I when it. I was born, okay. I was the youngest of six and I had to make some decisions right away, like how I was going to s- split ties with my family right. because it was just disarray. There was an, I, They didn't have a savings account. I was asking them if I had a dowry when I was three. I started my own business when I was 10. I started Where did you a- grow up? Livingston, New Jersey, wow. and then Martha's Vineyard in the summertime, which makes us sound, you know, way more successful than we were. My father was a used car dealer, so we're not sure how he got the house in Martha's Vineyard, but we went with it. 
So you've always <laughs> been a bitch is what you're saying. I've just always had an <laughs> attitude. I've always been assertive. And Do I'm, you have resting bitch face? Mm, probably. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know what my resting face is. Okay. It's more annoyed. Yeah. So that's <laughs> okay, bitchy. Like okay. irritable. You right, know, resting right, irritable. Right. Irritable bowel syndrome and face syndrome. <laughs> R-I-F. Resting irritable <laughs> face. Um, irritable Yeah. Face. So yes. I just had a lot. Like when I was born, I just, you, you're the youngest of six kids. You grow up very wow. quickly. And so uh, that's what happened. I grew up very quickly. How did you decide you wanted to do stand-up? I just wanted to do anything to get away from my family and be wealthy. Like, I just needed money to have the lifestyle that I was looking to have. What was the first time you got on stage telling jokes? Uh, well, actually, ironically, I had a DUI when I was 21. The week after I turned 21, I got a DUI. But I was still using my sister's ID okay. to get, like, her fake ID, because I wasn't 21 up until that week, obviously. And so when I got my DUI, I got arrested for, I was also arrested for fraud, because my sister, who is and recovering Mormon reported me to the FBI. No. So I was held in Sybil Crown, Sybil Brand County Women's Prison in Los Angeles where they were trading like tampons for turkey sandwiches. And I spent 72 hours in, in prison, women's prison, in one of those rooms that has like 700 bunk beds. And um, after that, they make you go to DUI school where they basically teach you how to get out of your next DUI. <laughs> and at the end of the class, everyone has to get up and tell their DUI story. So okay. at each class, it was like public speaking. And I was like, oh God, I was so scared, you know, to publicly speak was like, wait, what? I don't want to get up a bunch in front of a bunch of strangers this and talk. This is such a talk. good story. Yeah, and so I just kept hiding. I kept sitting in the back, like hoping the guy wouldn't pick on me and that the class would run out before I could tell my story. And then on the very last day, he got me. And I got up there and I told my story, which ended up being really, really funny. No doubt. Because I called the cop racist. Meanwhile, we were both white. Like <laughs> right. I, a lot of the things didn't track. Yes. And I, um, and when I got off that, and the guy running the class came up and he goes, "Hey, what do you think this is? Stand-up comedy? Like this right. isn't supposed to be fun. You're supposed right. to be like basically humiliating yourself into not getting another DUI." Um, and then after that, everyone just came up to me. Well, not everybody, but enough people. Right. <laughs> enough people at that people, DUI class. Came up to you and were like, "You were really funny." They were like, "You should be a stand-up comedian." And I took that and ran. Like, wow! So if I had one of the worst Isn't decisions in my life, led to one of the most impactful decisions in my life. And then you went and started working on an act. Yeah, that's what you do. You just right. get up there. I mean, you get like that's, three minutes the first right. time. So you're but just that's like, a, that's an amazing thing. So then, what was your big break besides DUI, drinking and driving? Uh, yeah, that was pretty right. much my big break. I uh, I had a lot of like there was a succession of things that happened that went my way. Like I did a show called Girls Behaving Badly. Then I got a, a show on E that got didn't work, but that led to Chelsea Lately, right. and then my books and all kind of came right. together at the same time. So right. it was a would bunch you of say stuff. you got famous too fast? No, no, no one gets famous too fast unless you're nine. Okay. You know what I mean? I was like, by the time I was famous, famous, I was thir over 30. But do you think you didn't know how to deal with it? No, I didn't know how to deal with what happened to me as a child. Like my trauma as a child, my brother dying. I didn't yeah. know how to deal with that. So it worked for me. You know, like they say it works until it doesn't work for you. I understand yeah. what that means now. Like your trauma, whatever happened to you as a child, it could be small trauma or it could be, you know, terrible. But those things that you use to kind of cover up your pain, 
as your armor and all of that. And that works for you and drives you. So it helped me a long time. And then it doesn't work. All of a sudden, that doesn't become valuable. Your veneer and everything, your defense mechanisms start to crumble. And that's around 40, which is why we all call it a midlife crisis, right? It's really not a midlife crisis. It's just you not being, you not realizing like or coming to terms with what happened to you. Are you in therapy? Uh, no, I went for two years and I'm good. <laughs> I was like, listen, let's get this. I'd like the fast track. Let's get this over with. You, like me, kind of made a thing. I mean, you, you, your early thing, are you there, vodka? It's me, Chelsea. You talk a lot about drinking in your act or in your persona, I I'm would say. I'm very drug and alcohol positive. Yeah. And has that been, do people, do you feel misrepresented because you've, kind of embrace that so much like do you have people saying to you all the time like you drink too much or no, anything like that no no, no one's saying that right. to me yeah. I mean I'm getting a lot of shit done so right I, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and I do I love alcohol and I will never give it up you mm-hmm. know I'm not going to quit on it and I uh I don't care what anybody thinks with regard to alcohol anyway. can you uh can you perform stoned I don't ever perform stoned uh, not on purpose um I have, but I perform with a drink. Yeah, I always have a drink right. before I go on. You have a drink before you go yeah, on, I'm sh- and that does what? Just loosen you up? Yeah. Sometimes I feel like if I don't drink before I perform, I'm tight. Like I'm not loose. Uh-huh. I like to be loose and playful, and like you know, have be able to improvise. So sometimes I feel a little tight. I once did Molly before I went on a show. No. Wait yes, a minute. Yes, this is Josh. Before you Wolf's went on fault. a talk show? <laughs> no, before I performed live. Okay. I did Molly, and uh, this is such a bad idea. I know. Well, I was in my twenties, okay. so nothing matters. Okay. And Josh I, Wolf. Josh did- Wolf was used to be on Chelsea late with, yes. with me. He gave it to me and he's like oh this will take an hour to hit and I'm like oh great I have an hour so I'll get off right before it hits but oh, halfway through okay. it hit me and? and my pupils just completely dilated and you could see I mean I don't know if the audience knew I was on Molly but they knew I was on something because <laughs> all I wanted to do was get off the stage <laughs> and just start partying you right, know right, right. Um, so that I have done yes and I used to drink heavily when I was younger and not you know right not together when I didn't have my shit together and that's not a great idea either. A drink is fine, yeah. not yeah, six. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Wow, that's an amazing, that's a wild story. Now, what happened to your sister who narked on you, the former Mormon? Uh, she's a lo- she's in my show. I refer to her as the Virgin. Okay. Um, and she's still paying the price for narking on me. She is. Yeah, she is. Are you <laughs> close with her? I'm very close with my whole entire you family. Are. Well, I support them financially, so they have to be nice to me. <laughs> that's no, I don't support them financially, but I do pay for everything. So they do respect <laughs> they do respect me. So I'm the youngest and I'm the oldest at the same point. You mm. know, like wow. So I get to make the decisions about where we're going on vacation. So they have a no problem coming to you for money, your family. Um, no. Well, no, that's not fair to say. I'm just very generous. Yes. I okay. like to help. They're not yeah. asking for my help. I provide it. That's nice. Yeah. And you take big family vacations yeah every year all the That's time where where's this year Do you we're know? going to martha's vineyard and we're going oh, on safari to africa for three nice. weeks wow. yeah That's i'm taking all my nieces my sisters and some girlfriends uh to africa when in july and then the virgin sister yeah at the end of july the virgin sister 
is the one who opted out of going to Africa. She goes, I don't know, that's too far. I go, what? <laughs> wow. I go, what are, what are you talking about? Your daughter's coming with me right. and your sisters are going and you don't want to go to see like to lions and giraffes right. and hippopotamuses. Like you don't even have to be an animal lover to right. appreciate Africa. Right. And she, I think she, my other sister's like, I think she thinks we're like sleeping in little huts yeah, when we get there. Yeah, rich people safaris are nice. I'm like, no, no, Shana, yeah, this you're is like a five like star. Abercrombie and, sh- and, 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 and Shabbat. Abercrombie, Abercrombie and Shabbat and safari. Shabbat safari. That's yes. the only kind of safari I'll wow. do. How is your um, how is your exploration of your nipple on Instagram going? Because My, I feel like mm. you will show your breasts and then Instagram wants to take them down for some reason mm. and it's always a thing. I haven't shown my nipples in a long time because when I do my annual ski video, which is where I typically ski topless down a mountain just to celebrate my life as a single, childless, free person, I uh, this year I put a Canadian flag. I just... I don't know why I did that, actually. I didn't even think about it. So I haven't done my nipple thing in a long. I should th- flash a nipple and see I what happens. I will say, you have beautiful natural breasts. Like, I do. Amazing. Thank you for saying Word. they're natural. Incredible. So many You're people so ask hot. me if they're fake. I'm oh, like, no, what? they look perfect. I would never perfect. get yes. fake boobs. In pl- I would never make anything on my body bigger. <laughs> You're perfect. Right, right. If anything, I'm shrinking it. I'm not trying no, to add no. volume anywhere. No, they're, they're really good. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Coming from two gay men, that Gorgeous. means almost yes. nothing, but I appreciate no, it. I don't know. I feel like I'm a connoisseur of the Me too. Do you? I love boobs. Because yeah, you've seen so many? Boobs. I actually have seen yeah. a lot of boobs. Uh-huh. I've yeah. played with a lot of boobs. Have oh. you? Yeah, oh, I love wow. playing with boobs. Oh, oh well, wow. they're fun to play with. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah Let's they go are. to Safari. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, do, you, do you, so right now you're off. I mean, this is, by the way, an aggressive tour schedule. Yeah, I'm going all over the world, all over the country, to all your favorite cities, Cleveland, Columbus, <laughs> you name it, I'll Pittsburgh, be there. Pittsburgh, Milwaukee, Madison. I'm, I mean, in, I'm into it. I'm into performing now because I'm in such a, like, I'm just in a, such a good headspace. You know, when you get when you get a good attitude on your head, you got to right. use it. How long is your show? Uh, probably about an hour, 20 minutes. Um, I loved your day in the life of a childless woman sketch. Oh. It was one of the funniest things. Yeah, I, I had uh, a good time hosting that so show. It so resonated with me. And then also... Um, I loved your, you recently posted kind of explaining Vanderpump rules to people. So did you just, tonight is part three of the finale. Did you just get into that show? Are you actually into it or were you just kind of... No, I was at a dinner and I had somebody break it down for me and explain it it to me. And then I regurgitated it back out the next day. (laughs) I see. Yeah. But I think you're into that show. I am into that You're show. responsible for yeah, all of sorry. that. I'm my, I know. Okay, That's okay. your contribution to society, right. yeah. Andy. Entertaining millions of people. Sorry. <laughs> my apologies. Apology accepted. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Did you, when you run into a Kardashian these days? I was just with one. Really? Who? Uh, Kendall. Okay. Kendall. And how is it when you run into a Kardashian? Because I feel like there was that whole time on E! where they were kind of forcing you to be a Kardashian cheerleader and it wasn't necessarily your thing and you did it for a while and then you were like, I can't do this. This is the end of culture. <laughs> so then how is the how have the platelets oh, they don't, they don't settled? Give a shit. They, they don't. don't care. They don't. No, they're all cool and they're all nice girls. You yeah. know what I mean? They're nice. They're not mean. Right. They're always nice. So no, they never hold that I held that against me, I don't think. They don't also just... have heard so much shit talking yeah. about yes. them that they really right. Yeah. Did you did you get flack for that in the day? Uh, for for kind of like speaking shit? out against them or 
No, no. I mean, I think a lot of people felt that way. Right. And now people are like, oh, like no one imagined that they would be here 20 years later and be this successful. Right. So I think a lot of people were like, whoa, right. wait. This wasn't oh, what I we guess, expected. I guess they're in control now. They're yeah. like our royalty. Right. <laughs> Chris yeah. Jenner runs the entire show. Did you? What were you doing with Kendall? I was at Shelly Azoff's birthday lunch, Great. and Kendall was there, who's a total sweetie par- yes. pie. I we mean, were- Ke- Shelly Azoff. People want to know where the power is in L.A. It's Shelly. <laughs> Shelly In Shelly's head. Is a real She's piece the wife of, of Irving Azoff, yes. who is a major talent. Uh, it was a major music agent. Yeah. And she, man. Who, yeah, Shelly has a very, she has a large. She runs the show. She has a big reputation. Yeah. You can Google her. Yes. <laughs> um, you're curious. That, so you were at her birthday lunch. Yes. And then I went over to their house the next day because it was Shelly's birthday dinner. And okay. I'm close with that family because Irving used to be my manager for a period of time. And so I went over to their house for dinner where we went to Shake Shack to celebrate Shelly's dinner. I love it. And we had no alcohol. And, and then we came back and. Kim was actually on her way over before we were going to watch this movie in their giant screening room. Mm. Their house is absolutely ridiculous. And for two little people, both of them are like, you know, five feet tall. You're the second person this week that has said they are little people and they have like 50,000 square feet. But the size of their front door, it's like eight little people could run through it next to each other. Like you would never need all these archways and doorways that are that, that have that wide of a berth. Um, let me um, ask you this. Would you... Have you ever dated a little person? Uh, no. Have I you, think that's a fetish, isn't have, it? Um, it could be. I don't know. I'm trying to get into your. No, actually, it's not a fetish because a lot of little people have uh, like full-grown partners. So it, I guess it's not a fetish, have, but it could be. Have you dated a woman? I've slept with a woman, you have. but I haven't dated a woman. No. Was it a one-off or was it was it... like a threesome? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And how did that go for you? Fun. I mean, it was fun. fun. Yeah. Did you ever do that again? I would, for you sure. You would do that again? Yeah. Did you do it to please the man you were dating at no, the time? No, I was very turned on by this woman. I ended up hooking up with her several times without the guy really? that I was dating. Yes. Wow. That's when I knew it was time to break up with the guy. Right. Happy I was going to say, what was his reaction <laughs> to you hooking up with her on your own? Well, I don't I don't think you I ever revealed that. But I mean, hopefully he's listening now. His name is Ted Harbour. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's in he's in Portugal, though, so he might not have access to Did he to move this. to Portugal? Did I think Ted so. Move to they're buying a, yeah, they're he and his wife are building a house in Portugal. So you gifted Ted Harbert a threesome mm. for maybe like a special occasion. <laughs> yeah. And then she was our masseuse. She was your masseuse. And, and then you would... were more into her than <laughs> yeah. him, kind of. Well, yes. You two dated for a while. Four years. Four years. Mm-hmm, yeah. Was he, did you, are you already had your talk show when you started dating him? Yes. Yes. Contrary to public I belief. I was going to say, because then did people, yes. did people say, oh, she got her own, did she did that because she's with Adam E? Uh, yeah. And that must have really pissed you off. Not really. Oh, really? No. Oh. Because, it, well, I mean, it, so it doesn't matter if it's truth. not true. Like, right. obviously I've had a career now for like 25 years. I don't really care if anyone thinks that. Right. Would you ever, in a relationship, gift your man a three-way? Absolutely. It's fun. Wow. I yes, love that. absolutely. I mean, I don't want to get double teamed by a guy, but right. I like another girl in this situation. Okay. You know, she can do all the stuff. Because, and now this <laughs> is also I'm interesting. Too fucking lazy to do. This is also interesting because if you were dating a guy, and the guy said, "Look, I've always thought." It could be fun to have a threesome with a woman and another guy. You would think, what? Would it make you start to question your guy? 
Possibly. Right. Yeah. I mean, if a guy wants to have penetration with another guy, I right. would question that. Yes. I mean, maybe oral is less... Qu- I don't know. I'd have to really... <laughs> I've never been up against this kind of conundrum. You became recently... Uh, we're talking about the Little Big Bitch Tour with Chelsea Handler. It's going all uh, the rest of the year. Check out ChelseaHandler.com for dates. You became... I was so impressed to read this. The first female comedian to headline Red Rocks, which is one of my favorite venues uh outside of um denver outside of denver yes. yeah yeah yes. boulder denver whatever um it's an incredible venue how was that experience for oh you? my god it was so electric like it was one of those nights of my career that i'll never forget because it was pouring so i was i, I oh no I, and you didn't have to cancel the show no i my agent sent me a text in the morning and she's like you know it's thundering and pouring tonight at red rocks and i'm like well and then my other agent chimed in he goes they do it rain or shine at red rocks like don't worry the right. audience will stay i said i don't want to perform there was like you know eight nine thousand people I'm like, I don't want to perform to a half empty Red Rocks. That's yeah. going to really put a, but then again, you know, you got to just always turn your attitude around. I'm like, all right, I just got to go and hope for the best. And I go and they show me the stage. Joel McHale was going on before me. They go, I, I go to see him performing and he's just standing in the rain getting soaked on. Wow. And everyone in the audience is in slickers and they had to delay the show. But 8,000 people waited for three wow. hours in the pouring rain. Wow. And then I went out and performed in the rain. Like yes. it wasn't pouring the whole time, but you know, it was just one of those nights where you're like, Okay, just got to grab this by the balls and go for it. That's you know what amazing. I mean? And I can remember because I had a lot of friends there. My sisters were there and we had a, like an after party because it was such a big night. Yeah. And we went home that night and I was in my hotel room lying in bed. Four just seasons going, Denver. Probably. Yeah. And I was lying in bed going, thank God nobody's <laughs> next to me so I can enjoy this moment alone in peace. <laughs> wow. you know? yeah. That's that what I was thinking. I was like hugging myself. I'm like, that was incredible. And yeah. now I get to celebrate with you. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yes. Because, by the way, it can go so wrong so many ways if you're there with someone else. I know. Who doesn't say the right thing, who is making it more about themselves, who's jealous of, you know, yeah. you did that, I didn't. Yes. So, well, very good. Uh, go see Chelsea on the Little Big Bitch Tour. For tickets and tour dates, go to ChelseaHandler.com. Additional stops uh, just announced uh, Boston, Chicago, LA, and Portland. Those tickets go on sale on Friday. So fun to see you. Always. So fun to see you guys. Thank you for coming. We're going to be right back after this. Thanks, guys. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. Mixed with blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar for the perfect balance of sweet, salty, and sour every time. Discover legendary taste with Cayman Jack. America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call. Text or chat 988 for free confidential support anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Have you 
you've been following, I'm sure you have, because you're, you're the newsman. Pete Davidson getting the dog and PETA going after him and him leaving that voicemail for the person. I listened PETA. to the voicemail. I loved it. You know what? I haven't listened, but I loved it. I read some things that he said and I was like, yeah. you know what? His mom's dog died. Right. And he was freaking He's allergic. out. He is trying to make his mom he happy. Got the same- She's upset. Yeah. I'm oh, glad we have the got- audio of it. Oh, good. Yeah. So basically he bought a dog. PETA came after him. For yeah. buying a dog. Yeah. Well, and his complaint, which is true, is you created the story now that I'm some monster, but here's what really happened. Right. Okay, let's hear. Hi, my name's Pete Davidson. <laughs> this message is for Daphna. Um, the scene. Uh, thank you so much for making comments publicly that I didn't adopt a dog. I just want to let you know I'm severely allergic to dogs, so I have to get a specific breed. I'm only not allergic to cavapoos and those type of dogs. And my mom's dog, who was two years old, died a week prior and we're all so sad. So I had to get a specific dog. So why don't you do your research before you create news stories for people because you're a boring, tired Fuck you and suck my dick. End of message. By the way, what did the woman from PETA think was going to happen by revealing that voicemail? Because PETA had to have put that voicemail out. Oh, yeah. I don't right? know. I mean, they, Do, I don't I mean, think they understand. I don't think they have a sense of humor about themselves. Oh, well, we know that. I drive past the PETA corner in LA a lot because it's right by my gym. And it's just the most annoying corner in LA. And that's saying a lot. Well, yeah, that is actually. Lots saying, of annoying. Yeah. Cor- that's worse than the Paul Smith pink wall in Melrose. Oh, I like that Paul Smith pink You wall. would. Oh, that's rude. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. I'm very excited. You know who's on Watch What Happens Live next week together? John Hamm and John Slattery. Isn't oh, fun. Get an extra seat for those cocks. I know. <laughs> Get a couple of Ottomans for those dicks. Oh my God. Get some footstools for the bowls on those two. John, do you have any. Gay news. Um, apparently, we've all been eating. Uh, what's it called? I don't know. You what's tell me Toblerone? Potato. Wrong. How do you eat a Toblerone? I don't. All right. Um, I mean, you. I mean, I. I just. You're supposed just, to instead of breaking it off away from the bar, you're supposed to snap it into the bar and let the ass kind of crack. Well, I mean. This is a non-story. In order, I love to, it's gay to news. Toblerone, Toblerone is a phallus. Yes, it is. It's a triangular phallus. <laughs> Many yes. times, when you're trying to explain or describe when a hookup, you always are kind of like, "What size Toblerone was it?" Is that true? I mean, in my experience, it surely has been. Wow. Okay. All right. Or if you watch The Price Is Right, <laughs> what size Toblerone is your current lover? The Price Is Right. What? You know how they always give you a giant yeah, no, Toblerone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's sufficient. Gotta... Is it wrong <laughs> that in that Pete Davidson voicemail that I got a little activated when he said suck my dick? No. It, I, you know, I we found associate that compelling. Him with, you know, he has a Toblerone right. in his pants. Well, that's the word. So I got a little yeah. compelled. I got a little kind of... Yeah. I leaned in. 
Well, John, that's all for this week. It was great talking to Chelsea Handler, wasn't it? You know, we were talking about her boobs, and I almost asked her if she got a breast reduction because they looked a little smaller to me. But then I thought, see, people wonder if I where the line is for me. I drew the line there. For okay. some reason, I I don't know. I felt a little funny. Thank you for that restraint. Yes, exactly. Remember, you can always listen to us weekdays on Radio Andy on Sirius XM. We will see you back here in this feed next week. Have a great week, everybody. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. Mixed with blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar for the perfect balance of sweet, salty, and sour every time. Discover legendary taste with Cayman Jack, America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. 